Hello, Lost Style crew. Um, I'm outside of a gas station right now, and I'm trying to find drugs, but it's becoming uh, an issue. So I was getting bored. I was getting bored, so I figured I would call the Lost Dial. Leave a message. Um, hope maybe you can play this on the radio. Maybe you can't. I'm not sure exactly what the situation is, but um, quite intoxicated. So figure I'd leave you a message. Love you all, Sterling. Um, you're amazing. Good night. As our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse, the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights. Join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Chris Troy Pavala, T. Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is The Lost Eye. Episode 57, Lost Dial, allnoiseradio.com. I just want to start the show out by saying, really quickly here, Robert Zimmerman 
No, George Zimmerman, right? George. Robert. Who's Robert Zimmerman? Uh, that's his brother, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow I remember there was an Ed Zimmerman being mentioned somewhere. Maybe that was his father. <sighs> Who cares? Whatever his name is, George Zimmerman was charged last week with second-degree murder. Charged Oops. with second-degree murder. So... Um, I guess all those crazy opinions that I uh, formed from uh, trusting the crazy liberal media aren't that crazy after all, are they? That's all I have to say. Boom! I'm Mike Dupaul. Sitting across <laughs> from me is T. Sterling Watson. Team due process. That's all that uh, most people were on. Just just waiting for him to be charged, and then you know we can we're we're happy. Oh yes. Good morning, ladies. How are you doing? <laughs> The beautiful lady. You know what? It is getting warm out once again, so all the beautiful ladies are returning outside. Yeah. And walking about. That's true. Covered in pollen, but nonetheless, they're still beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, yeah, it's, it's pretty... I'm allergic to the pollen, not the lady. It's pretty gorgeous out. We need some uh, AC pumping into the studio. Yeah, that is true. I realize that. I'm like, is it just me? Maybe I'm wearing too many clothes today. That's yeah, warm. I know it's... people are breaking out the shorts, which I'm not complaining about because it's... It's gotten to be short. You're not a shorts guy, are you? Do you I wear am. Shorts? I have a few pairs. Hmm. Um, I need to get some some new ones because uh, my midsection has gotten a little thicker over the years, so I can't fit the old ones that I used to. So I need to get bigger shorts. Thicker. That's all yeah. that uh, well, candy and pie that you consume <laughs> at night when you're doing your thing. Yeah, a lot of. Uh, Got to be careful. Late night. No, I've actually been getting better at that. Mm. Been getting better at uh, late night snacks. Midnight snacks, after midnight snacks. You eat, all you go to bed, it collects. That's all there is to it. Except for last night. Last night, I will admit, I did have a little bit of a problem, but I was actually still working. I didn't go to bed till about four. Because mm. I was uh, working on some editing and um, I did some, uh, got some Viggle points. Some what? Viggle. Viggle? Yeah, that's my new favorite app right now. Uh, I get points for watching TV, and these points add up to get free stuff like. I mean, the, the... Like what, duffel bags and... You can get duffel bags. I mean, mm -hmm. what did they really do? They give you, like, gift cards to, like, uh, food places, like Burger King or Starbucks. That's, like, maybe 7,000 points or something. But I'm going to go for the big one. So you watch TV, and, and you have to give them feedback on stuff, right? Or... Nope. Um, I just take my iPod here. Um, since my iPod doesn't have a microphone, I had to buy a little microphone piece yeah. to put into it. And then um, I turn it on. I check into whatever show. It listens to the show that I'm, that I'm watching. And then as, as long as I'm watching the entire show, like I have to wait like maybe an hour, if it's an hour show. Mm. And then I'll get like points. They're, they have featured shows, like say, for example, uh, what's coming on tonight? The worst um, ones on TV? Yeah, sometimes are <laughs> the worst ones because there's a lot of reality shows like uh, The Real Housewives of Orange County or something. Uh, I'll, I'll get 300 points if I watch that. So what I usually do, if I know I'm not really going to watch TV, I'll just turn to that channel just to check in, just mm. to get the points. And I'm not going to really watch the show, unless it's a show I like. Some of the shows that I like, I might be only get 50 points. Uh, that's a little lame, but whatever. I'm in it for the points, and the grand prize that I'm, I'm saving up for is a Kindle Fire. Oh. I don't really want one or need one. Or is the Fire the most... Um, it's like the most advanced one. The most advanced one you can do. It's pretty much like an iPad. Exactly. Right. So instead of buying one, I'm just going to watch enough TV so I can win one. And supposedly their screens are very easy to, to, to uh, see in direct sunlight. Really? I don't know. That's, I, that's what they say oh, in the yes, commercial. Oh, yes, yeah, you're right. You're Versus right, yeah. the, glass, uh, the glass of the iPad. Right. 
which is reflects the sunlight, I guess, the uh the Kindle. You can see. Yeah, I've heard that too, yeah. And you don't have to like tilt adjust it, it tilt it, yeah, so that the sunlight isn't beaming down and bouncing off and that might be the regular eyes. one. So maybe the, the Kindle Fires do that too. I don't know. I don't I don't have a lot of research on it. So uh uh, what about that uh, voicemail we started with? This is Aaron LaFond uh, checking in with us, uh, standing outside. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that a Bob Dylan song, standing outside a convenience store looking for drugs? You would know more than I would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, checking in. Um, do it again, and don't be so confused this time. You, you did it right, and we will feature it. It's on there. Yeah, you can be drunk if you want to. We don't, don't really care. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if I if I mean to say what I'm saying, but don't don't worry about it. Be yourself. Just don't. if you decide to call in the midst of a of a crazy epileptic seizure, that's fine. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We can we can blank out swears. Just try and keep it to a to a minimum. But you know, yeah, that makes more work for me to do. Unless unless you do a uh, unless you want to call us before a Saturday, and we'll, oh yeah, uh, call we'll, on a Saturday. We'll air it with. I Unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, or anybody else that wants to call again, our number is eight six zero three four two eight four two three. Again, that's eight six zero three four two eight four two three. You can call in either while we're actually doing the show, or you can call and leave us a message. Leave us a message, and we'll play your message probably before the show. And I was saying to Sterling how how Aaron's voice. Um, spiked right at the end was was great mm. um it, it really it really helped um bring in the introduction and then <laughs> boom the introduction plays that's good so if you leave a message try and play with your voice a little bit so that it's appealing yeah it's keep appealing to the listeners so when we do go from your voice because we'll normally play it right before the introduction so if you can really you know sound professional and really like pop up your voice at the end mm-hmm. it really leads into the introduction very well i like how he did that and i would hope that the rest of you would do that too right if we get enough voicemails i think we might do that like every like we could do a break. whole show of just voicemails we don't even have to we wouldn't even have to do anything yeah just you know say hi we have another message here and just maybe introduction like a like a dj would or something so. we've got rappers delight going on i'll tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> oh boy we're yeah. in we're in uh that's, that's a little bit i think mm. just a little bit your uh, your aunt is going to be calling in, I think. Yes, should, at some should point. Should I should I not say yet? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly why. I have an idea why she might be calling because um, some emails that she sent me. I thought you were going to say bits and pieces of a spaceship fell onto her house. Oh. I, I didn't realize that they were rolling <laughs> through the uh, what what uh what one is that that they're the discovery. <sighs> it's um yeah, they're bringing it to Washington D.C. to put it in the Smithsonian. So people can look and gaze upon its uh, 39 mission, uh, I don't know. Bonafides? Sure. <laughs> um, Who knows? And meanwhile, as I was watching this thing on CNN this morning, I it actually answered questions I had like, well, what are they going to do now? Um, how are people going to get back in space? And we actually talked about it last week with, uh, um, oh, I forgot that guy's name, but Virgin Galactic. Uh doing uh, rides out into space. Not to the moon, but just out into space, sort of. He's going to lead the way for other corporations to 
jump on board. You know, that'll be the future of going to space. Mm. It's going to have to be the I cor- gotta take it. It's going to be the corporations that have to take us or build the uh, devices that get us up there. Other than that, we'll have to take a ride with uh, the Soviets. <sighs> I, I got a ticket, though. I'm going in two years. Very disappointing. I mean, uh, it's like it's so obvious that we have taken one too many craps on the planet. Mm. I mean, all right, things are stable at the moment, I guess. I mean, no, I guess not stable, but they're, uh, they are what they are. But shouldn't we, I mean, I know it costs a lot of money, but, you know, despite all the money that we waste here, I don't know. I just I think space exploration is kind of important. I don't know. I oh mean, yeah, definitely because we need to leave this planet. We're gonna have to jump ship eventually, and I don't. It's, I don't know. I don't really want to rely on the Russians or um, the big corporations to be the one, be the be the um, the jumping off point. Mm-hmm. Be the be the ones we have to those, those, rely on. Those boats that everybody has to get into when the ship is sinking. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what they'll be. Um. We also, uh, coming up on the show, uh, I'm very excited, um, Mad Men recap. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. I watch it a couple times just so I get every, you know, I, I, gotta, I have to uh, explore every nook and cranny of each episode that comes out. So I like the, the transitions were excellent. I'm all right. I'm, I'm not going to say anything until we we'll, actually do we'll it. Get, yeah, we'll get into that probably next segment. I don't know. We'll get into it later. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of... Stuff happened over the weekend. Um, oh man, all the stuff I really most important to. murder two, George Zimmerman. Oh right, murder two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that I'm actually reading a lot of people saying now what and you know what's going to happen next? Well, trial, and hopefully that it's will... going to be the trial of the century. Because oh, O.J. Simpson was the last trial of the century, so now this century. I guess you could be. say that that whore from uh, the other the other. Um, Degenerate from Florida. She, her her trial was pretty was pretty uh, media yep. attentive. It was. It was. <clears throat> what's what's her name? Uh, Casey Anthony. Yes, but no, nothing comes close to the O.J. Simpson case of the early '90s. I guess it was. Um, but yeah, this is supposed to blow that out of the water. <laughs> we shall see. I mean, well, no, I mean, you know, if there's somebody. Uh, what is it, an appellate court? I don't know. Whoever whoever actually put the charges on this guy, despite Florida's very laxed um, um, self-defense laws, says something. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if that... Uh... And a country full of very angry African-Americans says something as well. <laughs> Mostly, yeah, but there's a lot of no, other... there's a lot of everybody that's PO'd. Right. Speaking of... Penalties, uh, that is once something that happened in Connecticut where we repealed the death penalty. Oh, yes. Um, but uh, does that mean that, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean that the two guys that just got put on death, uh, death row are going to be um, released from death row? Right. No. Anybody in who's fact, on death row is still going to be killed, correct? Exactly. Uh, that is correct. Uh, and in fact, there's 11 people waiting to be killed by the state. Um, there are people still opposing, saying, hey, you know, it's great that we repealed the death penalty, but what about these people? And Got to take care of them. Yeah. And actually... You got to put them into a nice, lucid dream with a shot of whatever <laughs> and let them just leave I, the I'm mostly against the death penalty, but when it, when it came to that particular case and that ruling... Yeah, it depends. Uh, yeah, I kind of felt like, okay, you know, that one... 
I think they deserve to, you know, get the, that. There's certain atrocities that, you know, I don't know. And that's, yeah, it's, contra- it's, it's hypocritical. Uh, uh, hypocritic. Uh, hypocritic oath, not hypocritical. <laughs> <laughs> It's hypocrisy yes, um, that's in, in a way, but I mean, no, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard with certain things to just be, you know, one side or the other on and the death penalty is one of them. There's certain things I'm like, oh yeah, eye for an eye. They should, they should receive what they dealt out mm-hmm. um, you know, in other circumstances. No, I mean, like look at Texas. They are, they're crazy about putting people to death. They put people to death for stealing a pack of gum mm. and you know, that's, that's outrageous. Yeah, what really changed my mind was the whole uh, Troy Davis thing that happened last year um, because he was on death row for a while and uh, people were still trying to fight against him, or not, not not against him, but fight against him being put to death when he there wasn't really enough evidence to convict him in the first place uh, of whatever murder or whatever happened, but he still got put to death, and for all we know, he could have put to death an innocent man. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really the main reason a lot of people have uh, with the death penalty because there's too many, been too many accidents. So yeah, just not enough, um, not enough faith in our uh, judicial system. I guess even though we're supposed to have the uh, the epitome of a ju- of a of a judicial system in mm-hmm. this country, still mistakes are made. People make mistakes. Not everybody is as smart as they think they are. I guess. Mm, unfortunately. The evidence does. I don't know. Blah blah blah. People, um, just, people just need to straighten up, straighten out, quit doing the things that they're doing. And that was the other point that they proved that the death penalty doesn't really defer crime. No, so. people, people aren't scared. I mean, just all right. Uh, you you, you want to have a perfect world? Have that threat out there, especially with people who you know. I mean, um, driving infractions are. Uh, I mean, I, I can I can see where certain countries are going with like you know some some countries are very very strict. Some states are very very strict with drinking and driving, for example. The mm-hmm. possibility of being thrown in jail your first offense or having your dick cut off. Just have that threat out there. Mm-hmm. See if that works. May, the, if the death penalty doesn't, then some sort of um, I mean, some sort of very harsh punishment for something that most people get, you know, three shots before they actually get in trouble, real trouble, or have to sit in a little cell. Or, you know, something as, um, something as drastic as um, your manhood being severed, detached, or your womanhood. Well, mm. that would probably fall under cruel and unusual punishment, <laughs> so... And there we go again. Yeah, so. there we go again, so it's just a, a crazy cycle or loop or i don't know what you want to call it oh wow that's it's that's tough making it's, that's what it is there. it's tough i don't know yeah no I, I see where the death penalty does not uh does not change people's minds it's people snap mm-hmm. some people plan a uh a sadistic act um for years and, and even with they, the intention of killing themselves in the process right um you know look at a. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but, but so you can just pick any of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and some people just it just happens, and they they didn't they didn't realize that morning when they woke up that they were going to massacre, slaughter somebody. Um, so hmm. it's different. You look at those at those um <sighs> those things too. I mean, people's intent. It's tough. It's interesting though. 
It is. It is interesting. Um, I'm glad I didn't go to law school or anything like that, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I, uh, I'll, I like the way they act in, in court. I like the way they act more more than even even knowing the system interpreting the system interpreting the laws and um and 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 passing final judgment on people i just like the way they act in court and i know a lot of it is uh, tv and i mean we do get to see some trials on tv and it's maybe not as impressive as how they do it in tv shows and movies but mm-hmm. i mean they they, they they they're just like very um theatrical yeah they're they're chests pushed out and you know <laughs> they're you know they're they're fancy vocabulary and I like that. I like that aspect. Yeah, and I do like a few law shows. Uh, the one that I like the most, which is probably going to be canceled, sadly, is uh, Harry's Law. Because uh, I like the topics that they bring up and how they deal with them. So, And some of it's very real world. And uh, it's, it's all good. But speaking of dead people, um, Coachella. That happened this weekend. It's a big musical festival. Yeah. Um, and they debuted, or one of the uh, acts was uh, Tupac himself. Oh, I was gonna, I was just gonna say Tupac. I had nothing. I had no idea about this. I had no idea about this. I was gonna say they brought Tupac back, and he, yeah. and he performed. He performed, yes. Performed <laughs> with uh, apparently for with Dr. Dre, which I didn't see that one, but I saw him when he when he performed with uh, Snoop Dogg. And um, I actually was reading some people's tweets, and some people Tupac outperformed Snoop Dogg. Which I, I kind of admit, he, he did a you, lot better. You saw a video of him? Yeah. Was this video clear enough where you could uh, make opinions or um, assumptions? Actually, yeah. In <laughs> fact, I, I kind of wish that I was, um, I wish kind of that I was there. I'm not really a big Pac fan, but. Do you believe this? Believe what? That it was him? <laughs> <laughs> of course. I mean, he, mater- he came up out of the stage. He, he rose up. Smoke and everything? Um, no, but when he disappeared, there was smoke. There was like really? Smoke. And, and it looked like him? Yeah, look it up. It, it, it's up. pretty good. It, it's it's a, it was convincing enough and just just cool enough, I suppose. But apparently, um, holograms have been you know kind of been used for a while now. But no one, I think, has put it into this capacity. Uh, an, an interesting note that I want, that I wrote down was um, in Japan. There's a uh, a singer named Hatsune Miku. Mm-hmm. Sure, if I'm pronouncing her name right. Yes, you are. Okay, you're, you're familiar with her. Yes. So you know that she's not really real at all. Oh, I didn't know that. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I didn't know. Well, because uh, that's it's actually like like an anime cartoon mm. singer. Um, she's not real whatsoever. Not even her voice is real. Everything that they her voice every, is computer generated. Yeah, everything that she sings is something that was typed into a computer and you know put onto some kind of scale to be sung and you know notes to sound wow. good. But that video is actually more impressive than the Tupac one that I was watching. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. And then it is, it's amazing to see, like, all these thousands of fans around I her. Wait. I have just... to look. I have to, <laughs> I have to look this up right now. But, I mean, even the Tupac video is pretty cool, too. Um, watching him perform. Uh, honest to God, do you believe it? Believe what? That Yeah. What? Was it him? <laughs> no, it wasn't him. Come on. Uh, don't tell me that you haven't oh, that, possibly uh, thought. About that... the theories that he still might be alive somewhere. Right. I don't know. I think there there might be like a few occasions where like something might have happened where he's like, okay, I can't stay quiet anymore. I gotta come out. I gotta say something. And he hasn't released any new uh, after death albums lately, not that I'm aware of. So, how do you spell Coachella? C or K? C. Hmm. 
And not surprisingly, um, Hologram Tupac has a Twitter account, which is at Hologram Tupac. And he's talking about uh, Plug Life. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's pretty amusing. So Tupac Hologram, full performance, Coachella 2012. They're even... Uh, mm. Come on now. Yeah, I may pay, I post a video on, on, on Facebook, but uh, most people have already, I think, I want to assume that most people that are kind of internet savvy have already seen it. I mean, I'm just looking at blackness. Oh, here oh, it yeah, comes. Oh, yeah, he, here he comes. comes out of the stage. So. Oh, my God, it's him. Look at, wow. <laughs> wow. He hasn't really aged no not really no maybe uh still working out and everything yeah he's ripped that's for sure wow see now i'm gonna do some uh fancy editing wow now. all right all right calm down <laughs> tupac you don't need to use that kind of language hmm interesting yeah It's pretty much a, a good, you know, show, I guess, uh, I guess. And when he's done, he uh, materializes into thin air. Just kind of, I don't want to say he explodes, but. How come you didn't tell me that to begin with? And I thought this was for real. You should have just said, well, there was a, you know, at Coachella, there was a hologram and it was Tupac and. Oh, I didn't use the word at first. I'm sorry. No, you didn't use the word hologram. <laughs> you just said he came back. And I was like, finally, I, I finally we you. can rest. Oh, that's why he confessed me if I, if I believe that he was, it was actually him. Finally, we can sleep at night knowing that Tupac is, is alive and well and still ripped as F and still got his pants hanging down around his waist. <laughs> of course. That's, God, we have come a long way. Yeah, that's, that's when other people I know will say that's when hip-hop was hip-hop and, you know, people dressed better than these really tight, tight, tight jeans. Wait, say again? I said that they dressed better when it, when it comes to, like, you know, hip-hop gear. They dress better now? Then. Oh, dress better then. I'm, I'm just making a comment on the, uh, the tight, tight, tight jeans. His tight, tight jeans? He doesn't have tight jeans. He has baggy ones. Well, they're not that baggy. They're not Jenkos. We're, get, we're getting a call. What? Hello, this is the Lost Dial. Hey, Lost Dial. It's Cindy. Hello, Aunt Cindy. How are you? Auntie Cindy. I'm good. Wendy's not here today. Your Aww, your your, your favorite. No, she's not here today. <laughs> yeah, that's it's disappointing. You have to just deal with uh, your <laughs> your wonderful nephew and his uh, annoying sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> You're not annoying. <laughs> Thank you. That Is means this a, a good lot. time? Do you want me to call back? Uh, we can stretch it. We we have okay. uh, we have liberties now. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, real quick, I just want to tell you, I experienced history today. Okay. Uh, the uh, Discovery shuttle flew right over my building. Okay. I was giving and a little just, bit of hints. I figured this is what you wanted to talk about. They strapped it to a plane? <laughs> like, a, that's how they brought it in? Yeah. Huh. Yep. It was pretty cool. It circled about four times around. Um, I emailed uh, Sterling on pictures. Yeah, I looked at one of them. I didn't get to look at the other one yet. So Yeah. So After I do awesome. that, I'll, I'll post it on Facebook. Yeah, so traffic is real crazy right here because everybody stopped on the bridge and wherever they were to 
catch a glimpse of it, and there were several locations where it circled in D.C., and so everybody went crazy over it. So, hmm. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Where, where did they land that? At uh, Not at the regular airport, right? Probably at... Yes, it did. Oh, they no, did? Because um, my job is down the street from one Al Reagan uh, Nash, National Airport. Yeah. And it actually landed at Dulles um, Nash, uh, International Airport. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was figuring so maybe they'd like landed at like what is that Andrews Air Force Base near you? No, it actually went by there, uh-huh. um, but it didn't land there. Hmm. Wow. Nope. Because the uh, museum that it's going to is near um, Dulles Airport. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Bring it to the closest yeah. one necessary. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. it easier on everybody. Yeah. Was it sad to see it okay. land or anything, or it was like oh, that's the end of the space program? <sighs> Well, actually, what's going to happen is um, they're bringing Discovery here, and the one that's on display here um, is actually a prototype oh, okay. uh, space shuttle. So they're taking that one, boarding it up on this same aircraft, and taking it to New York. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. They're supposed to, and they're supposed to be putting it on the water, from what I understand, in the harbor on display, sometimes on some type of, um, what do you call it? A pier? A little barge, a barge or something. Barge, yeah. Hmm. So, and everybody can check it out, and, you know, maybe they'll have it there by, on display for 4th of July or something crazy. Who knows? Hmm. Oh, that's really interesting. So. Yeah, I didn't know and that. I just want to call in and say hi oh, well, to everybody. Thank you for calling. Did it did it shake your building when it went over? Did you feel shaking? <laughs> no, but it actually uh, flew pretty low. I'm right by the airport, so we have planes. We can stand out on our balcony, and planes just You're used you know, to fly it, yeah. by all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm right by the water. If you ever landed into Reagan uh, Airport, it's you land like on oh, you go over the water and onto the runway. Right. Not down the Potomac River, so I can see the river from my job, and you know the um, Widow Wilson Bridge and everything. So. Hey, on um, Cindy, on Cindy, mm-hmm. do you think that we could uh, come down and do a show live from where you are someday? Because I'd like to come down to the uh, Washington D.C. area because I, uh, I'm very, I'm very politically minded, and I think it would be, uh, I think it would be inspiring to do a show down there. Yeah, actually, you know, we need to set something up because I probably, I mean, if there's somebody specifically you wanted to see or some location, I can see what my connections are. If I know anybody in a specific area that you wanted to go to. Um, or talk to somebody regarding something in particular. I'd like to talk to the you president know. regarding some things. <laughs> so if, 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 I can easily set that up. I go there like every other Thursday. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Hook us up on Cindy. <laughs> no, but, no, it, it, there's, you know, a few people that, you know, from the political arena always come here because, you know, you deal with law enforcement. So. All right. Mm. Um so there might be some sort of connection that I could get you. But sure, come down anytime. I was hoping your road trip would take you all the way down here. Oh, well, we'll consider it. I'll uh, I'll yeah. keep I'll keep bugging Sterling about that road trip. We're, we were supposed <laughs> to make one to the New York State Line, but we haven't quite done it yet. So okay. maybe we can make it all the way down there someday. <laughs> someday. Well, I'm, I'm, and I'm thinking about getting T-shirts made and bootlegging your shirt. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. You can go forth and do that, and then send us a couple of the bootlegs. I, I will co-sign that. I would, too. Yeah. All right. Well, thank so. you for calling. All uh, right. You guys actually... take care. All right. You Bye, too. Bye, Cindy. See you later. All right. Bye. Bye. And now we need to take a commercial break. Yes, we do. Because we're way over the time we usually do. But we don't always get calls, so. Not always. Episode 57, uh, let's go to something. Lost Dial. Lost Dial. 
Episode 57, Lost Dial, allnoiseradio.com. We were just speaking to Aunt Cindy. Is Aunt Cindy going to be broken up into the second part? Um, nope. Mm-hmm. I'm just going just gonna to throw in the, uh, the commercial there. Like, we, over, we went over like a few minutes. I think we ended like 32 like, don't minutes. Don't ask me technical questions while we're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Uh, yeah, we were talking to Aunt Cindy. It was great. It was nice of her to call in. Oh, I've never, I've never spoken to her before. I need to do some math, but uh, okay, never mind. Goodwill Hunting is over there doing some, uh, doing some uh, equations in order to figure out how to piece this thing together. Yeah, because these uh, <clears throat> have to be an hour for All Noise Radio, and we get to put on our own commercials now. So uh, dumb. That's why I'm actually able to extend our talking time. A little bit, a couple of minutes here or there. It's our discretion. Right. So just as long as we put in some ads for All Noise Radio, which the podcasters don't get to hear because, you know. I'm glad. I'm sure that they <laughs> don't care. <laughs> Instead, what, what I'll do for the podcasters is we'll put in, like, the people that actually, you know, help out with the show, like uh, Chic Batik, who uh, <laughs> spreads our name around in the New Haven area. Um, she's got a bunch of our cards. I, need, I don't know if she needs some more. I have to go. Does she have them on display in her store? It's possible. I don't know. I know she went to a uh, an event recently, and she distributed a lot of them there. Hmm. So uh, this event, uh, I forgot the details of it. All that I know is that I couldn't go because it was for women only. So Oh, it was one of those things. Yeah, yeah it was like one of those things. That <clears> probably, <throat> I don't want to say it had to do with like fashion or shoes or stuff or things like that. But but I'll, I'll, I'll say that it had to do with... Um, I think maybe women in business, I think. Vaginal revolution. <laughs> I have no idea. But, uh, again, thanks to Ebony and Chic Batik for helping uh, tell people about the show. So go check out her store in New Haven, um, Chic Batik, or go to her website, which Wendy's not here to help me remember how to say the website name. I'll say it later because I have it written down somewhere. It's Dare to be Different. Right. That's the letters. Uh, D2BD. D2BD, right? D2BD, right? Right, and that's, I don't know why, but that always confuses me. So, chicpatiqued2bd.com. Yeah, I don't I'll, know why I'll, I have such an issue with I'll, that. I'll tell you why you have a hard time with it. Because all the DBDs. <laughs> but yes, go check out her website. Um, look at shoes and accessories. Although it's much more than just shoes and accessories. It's just about, you it's, know. It's all around fabulous. Yes, yeah, it's, it's about being different, stepping out and dare to be different. Dare to be different. And thank you to the city of New Haven for being there still. <laughs> was it going somewhere? No. <laughs> uh, actually, I was there. Um, allowing Sunday. allowing these wonderful small businesses to blossom in the heart of your cultural center of a city. Yeah, because mm. there's places like that, like uh, like Walk It or uh, Walk On In. It's a Chinese restaurant, which I thought had a walk very on in. very clever, clever name. Clever. Because all Chinese restaurants, they all have like the same food in there, so yeah. you need a name to really stand out. So. There's a place off of 91 in Massachusetts. It's called um, For Heaven's Steaks. Oh. <laughs> I always see the sign for that. I'm like, clever dog. Nice. I see what you did there. <clears throat> All right. I think I kind of want to go now because just because of the name. and For Heaven's Steaks. Find out that it's not all that great, but oh well. Um, I think it's posh. I think it's supposed to be one of those... Uh, 
one of those, you know, like four four star dining or five star dining in the heart of nowhere type of deals. Maybe, yeah, I, I could see that. I definitely see that. Um. <sighs> Mad Men recap. Yes. Oh, you know what that that, that song means. <laughs> oh my God! A holographic John Hamm just popped up in the studio. <laughs> He's gonna sit down and do an interview with us. No, actually, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to. T- I'd like to talk to uh, John Slattery, actually, because he really? directed this one. Oh, did he? Yes. Hmm, I missed that one. Um. Oh, I missed. You know, I usually don't pay attention to the titles anymore because I guess I've seen them so many times. Um. But I, I try to watch around the end to see who directed it. It's like, oh, okay, I know that name. I don't know how much input he puts. I, I don't know how with these television shows, with the uh, with the editing, if they just let the editors uh, run with it for the most part, or the director actually uh, instructs them on a lot of things. But um, some of the uh, some of the transitions were interesting. Um, the whole episode was pretty interesting. Yeah, you wanted to go into the transition part because I. The, I, I'm um, not sure I know what you mean. There was one of them. Um, one of them. I'm trying to think of how the scene wraps up, but it's uh, it's basically just a uh, like a perfect transition of of Pete's little. Um, uh, he's there's there's like this specific doll from from history. Um, no, maybe it's you know the Bob's Big Boy. You know that guy with the with the very round head. Cupid doll. Cupid doll. Cupid dolls. Cupid dolls. I don't know. They had these old dolls with just perfectly rounded heads, and they were like boys. And he's got a head like that. <laughs> he's got like a, a round, perfectly round, like little Dutch boy head. And anyway, one of he. It's either him in the office transition to him at home, or vice versa. Mm, and it's yeah, just okay. his head, and it trans and and it and it goes into the next scene. With his head in the same location on the screen, I remember that now, pretty yeah. pretty perfectly. And there's another one where um, Don and uh, um, Megan pull over on the side of uh, the Merritt Turnpike to bang, and uh, I do remember like that too. instead of watching them get it on, the camera pans up. pans up, and all of a sudden, like there's it transitions to a desk in the office, and you're in the office. Right. I'm sorry. Very, it tilts very, up in case. Tilt, yeah, not yeah. pans up. Yeah, we, we, Whatever. <laughs> um, and you I think there was know what we mean. There was another. I, hopefully, I'm not confusing with another show because I watched a lot of TV in the last 48 hours. Um, but uh, I, th- I think also when it comes to dialogue, someone might ask a question or say something, and then it, when it goes to the next scene, it's almost like it's answering that question, but they're talking about something completely different. Mm. So I was like, "You did what?" And then it goes to the next scene. It's like, "Oh, you know, I only, you know, ate a sandwich." So. You know what they do a lot in this show, and I wonder if it was just something they did in the '60s. <laughs> I don't know what was that. Um, when they're talking on the phone to one another, I think um, nowadays we make sure that we say goodbye in order <laughs> not to offend somebody. But in Mad Men, they just hang up on one another. Yeah, I've always they wondered never say like, "Okay, I'll started. talk to you later," or "See you later, good night." It's just a quick hang-up, like, Trudy, uh, no, Don, you're not going to get out of my party this weekend. 7 o'clock, clank, hangs up. <laughs> Nowadays, people might be offended by that. Like, yeah, that's, that's true, but then again, did I they really that. Do, I don't know if that was just like a, I don't think it was a thing they did. I just think it's part of the, how they write it. I, I see that a lot in movies, though, like in movies and TV shows, no one ever says maybe goodbye. It's just a, it's just, yeah, maybe it's just a, a TV me. thing. I notice it more in that show than anything else. Oh, I've, I've always seen it around, just around places. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I've always kind of wondered, when when did that happen? Is it maybe that's something that adults do? Because I was a kid noticing this. Like, they didn't say goodbye or anything. It's just, like, you, you get in this office now, click. And, you know, mm. That's it. But then again, that... that 7.30 sharp, Don. Click. <laughs> but that in itself is its own kind of goodbye, in a sense. It was a uh, Cos Cobb Saturday night. <clears throat> that sounds like an Elton John song. Um, yep. So, was amazing. Um, you want to get to the big event that happened? The fight? Yes. What do you have to say about that? Oh, that I was just shocked that they actually went down to, like, oh, are they really about to fight, or are they just, you know... Pete's form form was, like, normal, you know, modern-day American boxing style, Mm. and and, uh, Lane was more like the bare-knuckle boxing stance with the... Like this, and they went at it, and oh, I'm, I'm really glad because I thought Pete was actually gonna come out the victor in it because he got the first couple shots in. But I thought one of them was gonna back down. I thought they were like calling each other's bluff, but then they they went for it and took a couple of hits. It was amazing. He's like, look at the monster I've created. <laughs> <laughs> I I really enjoyed it, and, and Lane won, which I'm glad that he did. I'm glad he did too. I love Lane. Um, and then yeah, he uh. He's a little distraught, and uh, he takes advantage of Joan's um, kindness, uh, right? Her concern and her compassion. I, lo- I like I like Joan's. Um, Joan doesn't say anything. She either opens the door or closes the door when she wants it to, when she wants a certain conversation, or 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 maybe not her intent, but the other person. How the uh, how the conversation is going to go? She either opens the door or closes the door. Mm-hmm. Um, most and that was, a, that was a good move because you don't have to explain right. why that I'm not saying, get off of me, you fish-faced, <laughs> gross <laughs> Englishman. I have no attraction to you. She just opens up the door, mm-hmm. and that was good yeah. enough. And that gave him... Uh, that let him know that right. Ben's okay. And the- Joan is not going to get down and dirty with you in your office, Lane. <laughs> um, and he, even what she said to him, too, is like uh, a lot of people have been wanting to do that to uh, Pete. Every, everybody despises Pete. He's such a dingle. But it was just the way that she said it, because it was like almost responding to him saying, like, a lot of people have been wanting to do that to me. Like, you know, just make out with me. Mm. But that's not when... Ah, that's, yeah. That's what I thought. I'm like, so, yeah, it was, it, was, it was good. It was very well written. The, the writing is more than brilliant, actually. The oh, way, yeah. The way that they do it is, uh, is amazing. Um, uh, 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 I even tweeted, I think it was last week... Um, and it's somewhat maybe a very bold statement of me, but this I put this show like on the same kind of pedestal that I put Lost, because of the character development, because of the writing, everything is just so strong. The story. You know what I'd say to that? Get Lost. <laughs> uh, he turned into a good a good thing, but you still have yet, yet to watch Lost and yeah, I know get wrapped up into that. I uh, I I wrote I have a couple uh, slogans that would be good for this episode. Ken Cosgrove, but his uh, pen name is what? Um, ben Hargrove or something? I couldn't tell because I thought he kept changing it. I, I really didn't know what his name was. That was interesting, too. That no when when uh, they were not, nobody was really that thrilled that he takes the time aside from Sterling Cooper Draper Price to, to do his little stories. Hmm. It's like Peggy was like, wah, and then Roger was like, no, you do not. You yeah, know, was you, Roger you, basically you, telling him to stop? Yeah, you, he basically was like, I want 100% of your of your focus on this place and your job here, not writing these silly little stories. But uh, one of a good, um, a good line for this episode, or a good um, slogan, Ken Cosgrove, an American sci-fi author, 
robot. I like the idea of that story about the robot who just gets sick of pe the people on the bridge and unscrews the bolt. Pete Campbell, not a good plumber, not a good man. <laughs> yeah, he I got thought. beat up a lot in this episode. Not necessarily just physically by Lane, but just like... Can't even fix a sink. Yeah, and of course, Don, Don swoops in and rips his shirt off. All the women like almost faint. And of course, Megan gets to win. Yeah. After, after all, like the way you just took over that sink, yeah. Yeah. Don is still the man. Um, and I love how back in the '60s, you know, if you're if you're part of that, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe all all sorts of of people got away with murder. But like, I don't know. I'm like, I I. I've, with the way the cops are these days, I don't know. Like, it just seems like they, in this show anyway, or maybe it's just like, you know, the elitist New Yorkers um, get away with driving around just wasted mm. and uh, just having no, you know, not, not being worried about pulling off to the side of the highway and doing it. And uh, they just, um, were there just no highway cops back then? Oh, and, and a question. Was Pete about to commit statutory rape? Oh, yeah. Was he close to that? Were there statutory rape laws then? Mm, I don't know. Give us a call on the Lions of Laws. <laughs> we want to know. What were the statutory uh, limits and da-da-da-da-da? What was the age limits back in uh, 1965 or whatever? Yeah, we need to know uh, whatever what, what, uh, other lost lost style. Uh, Mad Men fans that are out there. Uh, just so we know, we're just not amusing ourselves. Um, or any other show. If there's we could show care less like. if any of our listeners. <laughs> we could care less if they like this show or not. You're going to listen to us, or you're going to just fast forward through the Mad Men recap. If there's if there's another show out there that you like, it's a it's probably a better chance that I might watch it too. I, I don't know. There's about. a better chance that we will never talk about it because <laughs> Mad Men recap is the bomb. No, it was it was it was pretty amazing. I've been I'm still trying to get you to watch Dancing with the Stars, but it's already too late because your girl already got voted off She's last gone. week. Yeah. Um, but last night was hot because it was Latin night. Um, but I do have people I can talk to. At least uh, Liz Cordero, she's out there. She listens to the show. Um, she live tweets with me with the show. So I'm glad you're out there, Liz. With what? Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. No. So I get to talk to somebody. And I think I, I think I might have got my mother watching it too, even though she swore not to be. What is, what is, what does a Latin night entail? Just half naked people? Um, almost every night seems that way. Shaking, yeah. like convulsing. It's just uh, lots of samba music. Uh, that's that's what they were doing. They were doing the samba and the tango, mm. and there were some really great dances. And just like, uh, just I don't know. Some people do really well. Other people, not so much. And that's why they get low scores, and they might get voted off tomorrow or tonight, rather. Yeah, it takes a uh, it takes a very talented mover to do those kinds of things. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> and they they show the training videos uh, like the, before they actually start the dance. So you're wondering, oh, are they going to be able to do that dip this time? Because it looks like they fell last time, like in the in the rehearsals. Uh, one more quick thing. Um, I heard John Hamm's voice in a Mercedes Benz commercial mm -hmm. that was played during Mad Men. Huh. I don't know if he's the new voice of Mercedes Benz in general, or it's just you know like how they're doing the Lincoln thing with what's this with John Slattery. But I know it was his voice. I could tell it was his voice. It was a Mercedes Benz commercial. It was I. It was during um, Mad Men when I watched it Sunday on. I fast forward to the commercials. Yeah, the power of DVR. <laughs> But yeah, he's. I think he has. He's done another one before, another commercial voiceover. It was definitely. It was hard at first. I was like, mm, 
Is that? Uh, I mean, once you start getting more well known, you start popping up in ads, and like uh, the guy who does uh, Jim. Yeah, I was gonna say Jim Halpert he does, does the insurance commercials now. And he's a great voice for it too. Um, His voice bums me out. <laughs> As you say, I just keep thinking back of the Fiber One commercial. Fiber makes me sad. Yeah, I like that commercial. <laughs> I, I might as well just eat this paper bag. <laughs> no, um, the, uh, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say about, uh, oh yeah, Jim Halpert. He used to be a good character. I don't care for him anymore. I think, and he, a lot of people would probably agree with me, but it's time to retire the office. Um, have you been watching it? I, I haven't, have been. I haven't been watching this season. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to just wait for it all to be done and then I would catch back. up on it. But yeah, uh, I missed I a few in the, in the middle. Is it, it's not the same. It isn't, but it's still, you know, a lot of the comedy is still the same. But it's just, you know, I'm, I'm ready for them to move on. Um, it isn't the same, but it is. It's it's weird. Um, so it's another example of them taking something that was excellent and just milking it. You lose somebody who's, I mean, not that, you know, not that Steve Carell was the, you know, not that he was like 90% of the show. I mean, he was a big part of the show, but... I don't know. Maybe 89. Maybe even with him, the show has just been on. It's one of them shows that, like, you just don't want to do it too, too long. Right. Know? And usually the average is about seven to eight years or seasons, if you want to use that term. And what, um, is, what is this, seven or eight? That they're on I now? think this is seven. And the reason why um, it, it'll probably be on for another couple or at least another season is because it's the highest rated show NBC has. Like, it's the most watched show. Yeah. So they don't want to get rid of that show because... That's their moneymaker. So they'll keep renewing it. They'll keep revising it. Or not revising it, but finding ways to rejuvenate it to keep the audiences. Happy. It's amazing to me. Like, I, I, I don't watch NBC every night, but, like, what do they have? On, that's what, Thursday night? Their Thursday night lineup is, like, their... their One of their best, yeah, it's most their, watched. Their, gold, their golden night. What do they put on the rest of the nights? Uh, Friday night, Grimm has been doing really well for them. So, Grim. Yeah, that got renewed for a second season. Um, unfortunately, I can't remember what else is on. Oh, wait, they have that reality show right now. Uh, Who do you think you are? Where they find some celebrity and track back his his or her. Oh, uh, yeah. I never saw that, but I thought maybe that might be interesting. Yeah, I thought it would be interesting, too, but I never Their watched. ancestry, right? Right. Yeah. Um, what comes on after that? Uh, I think Dateline or some kind of... Is that an hour-long show? show that? Uh, yep. Oh, Dateline. All that to catch a predator <laughs> business. Which, you know, people, I think people still like that show. They're just like Chris Hansen popping up like, uh, so have a seat. <laughs> I, dude, his, he just, oh, he, you know what it is about Chris like Hansen? Does <laughs> make you sad? <laughs> yes. You know what it is about Chris Hansen is that I, like, just his, his, his snakishness and his voice make me look at him as a creep. Mm. Like, I just, I picture him as, like, going home at night and doing the creepiest, <laughs> most out-of-this-world stuff that just he should be locked away forever. And I, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, get anybody upset by um, making opinions on things that I have no idea about. <laughs> but I just, something about that guy makes me nervous. And, like... And maybe one day someone's going to catch him. Right, doing dude. The same I don't know. Thing. It's just that he's so, like... Ew, just he like he drips creepiness and his and his voice and just hmm. I mean 
He's really good. I mean, he does do a good job. I've seen that show before, and he does. He really he, he does do a good job with these people. And he, like, you know, the ones that actually sit down mm. and will, like... Um, He's like, but but you came anyway. You knew it was wrong. You knew it was a teenager, blah, blah, blah. And, and yeah, these 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 kids. Uh, not kids. These guys. <laughs> uh, it's too bad. I think I think Chris Hansen gets off on other people getting off on weird stuff. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, wow. That got weird. Um, I completely forgot. Uh, oh, you want to know what else NBC had. Um, and this is something that I kind of find annoying, even though I'm actually starting to watch a show that does it now. Um, reality shows that last for two hours. And I understand why they do it. It's because it's cheap to produce. But Two hour long? <laughs> Um, NBC has The Biggest Loser. That's two hours? That's two hours. Uh, ABC has Dancing with the Stars. That's two hours. And, of course, Fox has uh, American Idol, which, if it's not two hours, then it's on two separate nights. Sometimes three nights a week. God. I uh, I didn't know that they did that. I, uh... And The Voice. The Voice is two hours, too. Which is... Also on NBC. Yeah. Um, which is actually another show that's doing very well for them. So... All this, it makes me sad. I just, uh, two hours I thought was in the past was reserved, well, always. I didn't, I, I just thought it was reserved for either, you know, big shows, comeback, or, or season premiere, or, yeah, reality. But I, I kind of agree with reality. my my friend uh, Ariel. Um, ABC has the most, <laughs> or the best programming right now. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel that way. Because I find myself there most nights of the week. Like Sunday nights, I'm usually there at least once for Once Upon a Time. Um, Wednesdays, got they have their comedy block. I watch pretty much everything on Wednesday night except for the middle. So that's Suburgatory, Modern Family. The B in Apartment 23, I'm not sure yet. I don't know. What is it? The B in Apartment 23. Or I'm just going to call it Apartment 23 because the title's too long. The B? The B. What does the B stand for? Yes. Bitch? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I got it. Hey, I think the girl who's in that show. Uh, yeah, she was in Breaking Bad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's where I've seen her before. Um, Happy Endings, which is a absolutely hilarious show. They they just took their uh, their leave. Their their season's done now. Hopefully, they'll be back. Is that about year. a massage parlor? No, it's uh -huh. just about kind of like Friends, but a lot funnier. Oh. Um, Cougar Town. That's on Tuesdays. That's uh, the only thing I think I watch on Tuesday. Um, Revenge. Thursday. I'm trying to figure out if I like the new show Scandal. What's the deal with the 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 the, uh, the logo for Revenge or the text that it's in with the oh the, the with the G, G with that's the like the infinity or whatever. That is a, a symbol that uh, her father drew, or it's like uh, scratched into like a, a, a her skin a beam. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's on a, on a, on their porch. There's like a uh, that symbol, uh, so it's, it's something. It's on that a little box that she keeps of all of her father's stuff. Yeah, I figured it as it, it it had to have some. It does. It's it's <sighs> basically saying that how much she loves her, and that I think it's like it'll go on for affinity. How much he loves her. Is she terrible? I've never seen the show. Yeah, she's not terrible. I mean, the stuff. Is she, she is does. she like legitimately getting back at people for? Yes, she is. Like she kind of. She's been her lives. she's been wronged that badly. Yeah. Basically, because they what they did to her father, they all like threw him under the bus, blaming him for a terrorist accident when it really wasn't his fault. And so she's going back and revisiting all these people. Yes, she went back as a with a different name, 
um, getting into the main family. Madeline that, Stowe was in that show, wasn't she? Yep, she is the the head person that she the head yacht. <laughs> <laughs> she's taking revenge out on her and her family and all the people connected to her. Oh, jeez. So, so it, it's pretty crazy. I didn't think I was going to get into the show, but it it, it kind of got me, and I'm like, wow, this is. I guess maybe it's my guilty pleasure, but you, I'm admitting that I like it. So it's you, not were, even a you were you uh, were you were uh, sucked in because of Madeline Stowe. I bet not really. No, no. I, I really at times like she has her Madeline moments where Stone. I was like, oh, she's she's kind of she's nice, but then she, she's a real sweet lady. I've seen her in interviews, but she can be such a bitch. <laughs> she's the, that's then, that's then, that's a great actress, right? Then there. Then you might like the show, then because that's she's just an ice queen. All right, well, aren't these people? Aren't they all like uh, they're all Hamptonites, right? They are, and that's where they live. Boo hoo hoo! You <laughs> wronged me. I'm gonna get my revenge. Isn't that what life's all about over there? Well, check out a few of the the, the episodes. Uh, they just had a um, a recap last week to get you up to date with what's gonna go on for the rest of the season. So if you can find that, watch that. Check it out. It might be interested. But we gotta take a break. So mm, episode fifty-seven, Lost Dial. 